Parenting Today is a podcast produced by Reformed Youth Ministries. Whether you feel competent or confused in parenting, this podcast seeks to apply God's truth to the culture of today. For more information on this ministry, visit rym.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Parenting Today. Just a shout out again, that is Joe Deegan, who produced that music for us. So we want to encourage you to check out uh, him on our website, rym.org slash music. He has an album coming out. We appreciate Joe doing that music. Um, Hey, John, I want to say that I'm kind of mad at Joe because I asked if I could play triangle in the band and he wouldn't let me. Are you serious? uh, yeah, I know. I yeah. thought that was kind of selfish. So, yeah, but it is. obviously, it worked out. It's still good, even though I feel like it could use it could use my triangle playing uh, a little triangle for sure. I'll, I'll have a conversation with them about that. See if we <laughs> let's, can let's, let's talk to them. Um, maybe you could yeah. just do that on this podcast uh, sometime. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I want to be there when you ask Joe if I could play triangle in the band. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm John. That's Kurt. Uh, if you're just tuning in and haven't listened to other episodes, uh, we're discussing a lot of different topics through creation, fall, redemption um, framework. Uh, we, we talked about dating and relationships on a recent episode, so you can go back and check that out. Today, we're actually going to be talking about bad language uh, and just kind of some of the conversations we need to, to be having with our children uh, to give somewhat of an understanding of uh, bad language, and I remember uh, in episode 3.2, uh, when Kurt and I discussed the movie 8th Grade, uh, Kurt was nervous about talking to his children about certain words, uh, he said, <laughs> on that show, and uh, somewhat we just mm-hmm. said, hey, maybe we should have a whole episode about that, and so mm. that's that's why we're having this episode today, and so right before we started recording this, Kurt and I just started having a conversation about bad language, and then we just said, hey, look, let's just record this live um, without really uh, rehearsing what we're going to say. Um, and so we this don't, will, we, this, that, this that, will, that's actually that's actually a little bit like that's a little bit misleading. We we typically don't rehearse these things. Yes. <laughs> so yes, beforehand, but, but we do have an outline that we both go over. Um, but this is not this is not on our outline. So yes, I just definitely. wanted to, I want the listeners to know. That if they listen to our previous podcast and we're like, wait a second, these guys rehearsed this and it sounds like this. <laughs> yes, that's that's a very good clarification. Yeah, we we just kind of have some bullet points and uh, sometimes yeah. we don't even get to cover those bullet points and we just kind of go wherever uh, we end up in the conversation. But um, yes, so this is just kind of some banter leading into. I mean, today on Tuesday we're talking creation, fall, and then on Thursday we'll get into redemption. But kind of segueing into creation, you know. We, we were just starting to bring up, I mean, why, Kurt, Kurt suggested that we just beep out some of the words on this podcast, even though we don't necessarily say anything. And then he said, why is that funny? And I mean, I can remember as I referenced, and this is not a movie I'm necessarily saying you should go check out, but Happy Gilmore, uh, that was one of the first movies I can remember, I think in, in eighth grade, uh, when they beeped out some of his language when he was on the golf course. Uh, and, and, and just thinking that was hysterical. And I just laughed until I cried. And then we were kind of like, why is that funny? Uh, and so that was kind of the banter of leading into bad language. And so let's let's talk about that a little bit before we get into some of the creation fall aspects. Kurt, why is that funny? Well, I, I mean, there's a lot to cycle through there. But I mean, some of like absurdity is funny. Um, absurdity is just funny. I, again, let's reference some movies, but not again, these are not recommendations, 
But, you know, there's a scene in the movie, um, The Legend of Ricky Bobby, Talladega Nights uh, with Will Ferrell. There's a scene in that movie where he gets into a car and there's a mountain lion in the back seat. And his dad is like, you can't learn to drive well unless you're you know, <laughs> under a threat. And like, I almost like had to leave the theater. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Cause it's just, it's, and the, the, obviously, the mountain lion is named Sheila because that's like the funniest name you can give to a mountain lion. But, or I can't remember the name, but I just remember thinking that – it's absurdity is funny. Um, and so lots of times I think it it might not be the highest form of humor, but there is like this idea that absurd things are funny are funny. And one absurd thing is that in like a golf environment that someone would go on a profanity lace tirade that they had to bleep out. Um, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, those things that's kind of funny. And so I think there's an element of that there. Um, but I also think that, uh, you know, you were saying, that we like to watch people get hurt too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like yeah, America's I mean, that, funniest- yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, part of it is you know the shock factor of bad language. I mean, that kind of makes us laugh yeah. as well. But then also just tapping into the fact that you know we're evil by nature, and so we also like to relish in sin. And so you know when we, uh, it's you know when you watch a football game and the team loses and the camera pans over to the losing, uh, you know, a student at the school that just lost and it shows their sad expression. There's something in us that likes to see them sad. Um, for sure. There's an aspect of that. And so that's kind of something I mentioned. What I was saying was though, is it, is it that we're reveling in their sadness? I mean, if they're our rival, then I, I, okay, there's like schadenfreude, like the German word for joy in people's pain. Like, sure. Okay. Maybe there's an element of that, but also like, isn't it just like the human drama of like, we know what it's like to be disappointed, to think that we're about to win and to lose. And when we, so we just understand that emotion and we're drawn to it. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure that um, I'm not a hundred percent sure that I think that um, like bleeping is funny because I'm, I'm not, I think there's an element of it that's sinful, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's all that there is there. Like I think that there's something silly about the world absurd about the world all right and that that absurdity that sometimes like bad language especially in an inappropriate context and we we would probably argue that there's not really an appropriate context for it but um that's what makes it bad language that is inappropriate but bad language in a particularly inappropriate context becomes funny um is because it's absurd and then also uh, you know we said this like Mark Twain, I think, is quoted as saying that he doesn't think that there'd be any laughter in heaven um, because the real source of humor is sorrow, not joy. And, you know, you think about like the people who are stand up comedians, people who are like these are, you know, who are who make their living making other people laugh. Um, Those are often very depressed people, very sad people. And you know what brings? I just think it's more complicated than all all I'm arguing is is it it could be more complicated than just like we like evil, so let's say bad words. Yes, definitely. I I would say it's way more complex than that. Um, So I would I would agree with that for sure. Um, So it's it's interesting to discuss to think about. Uh, There's obviously a lot more we can say, but going ahead to. So kind of getting to this specific topic today, and of course, what we just said was related to it, but, you know, talking about uh, creation, uh, we, we just need to say, you know, words are vital uh, to 
creation. I mean, us as, as human beings created in the image of God, and we've said some of this on here before, we're created in the image of a, a God who speaks. Uh, Genesis 1, we see God speaking creation, and um, we also know that God gave us a book uh, with words uh, to communicate to us. And so words are vital for Christians. And we've said this on this podcast as well as the local youth worker, uh, that Christians, we must have a proper theology of words and see that words are so important and we cannot you know overstate how important they are i mean jesus christ calling himself the living word um as well and so we've got to see that you know i mean communication <clears throat> is vital and, and the the words that we choose and the words that we speak um are, are very significant and so as we, we get into the fall and i don't know if i'm too early jumping the gun getting in to the the fall what we need to see that it really in a sense you know the fall began with words uh, that, this, that the serpent, you know, came on speaking and deceiving Eve, and you know, he misquotes God, and Eve also misquotes as well. And so, just again, the communication and words uh, coming about, um, bringing, ushering in the the fall. Um, and so, I think when we start talking about um, bad words, uh, we've got to see uh, that oftentimes. Um, this conversation exposes our hearts and, and, and the fact that we are naturally Pharisees, that we're bent towards being Pharisaical. I mean, even what you just said, that it's uh, it's more complex than just that our hearts are evil and we, we, we enjoy uh, some of those um, aspects you know, of, of humor. Uh, and so I would say, yeah, because our hearts are, are very complex. We, you know, as Pharisees, we want everything to be easy and kind of black and white. And, you know, as we talked about movies, we like G, PG, PG 13R. Uh, we, we, we like those easy categories to think about. And so we, we need to think as Christians uh, that, that this is much more complex. I mean, similar to Jesus Christ talking about. Um, adultery. Uh, there were so many Pharisees who thought they were keeping that command and they could do it on their own. And Christ raised the bar to say, no, if you even think about a woman lustfully, you've uh, committed adultery in your heart. And so him showing them, you cannot keep the law. Only I can do that perfectly. And so the same with our, our words. We do not as Christians just need to think. And again, some of this was brought up on that eighth grade podcast that uh, just the words that are the quote unquote, you know, PG 13 to R rated words uh, that most people know what those words are that I'm referring to. Uh, but there are those Christians that think, well, as long as I don't say those words, then I'm okay. You know, I can uh, say these other words. Or even, you know, as people have labeled Christian cussing, uh, you know, kind of taking yeah. the, taking this, you know, to go ahead and reference uh, a Christmas story, you know, oh, fudge, you know, um, in, instead of the, the other word, uh, is that okay? You know, as we're just kind of taking a word that we label as bad and then kind of tweaking it uh, just a little bit, and then we know that there are words. Let's let's our... run let's let's run through those really quick, okay? So, because this is what I think. Let's let's get right to the point. Like people say, that is freaking awesome, <laughs> right? Right? Or people say, shoot, or they say, dad gummit. Or they say, like, all these words... Shut the are, front door. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh my gosh. Um, uh, or gosh, or whatever. Um, like, I, these are... That's like... that. Those are the Pharisee cuss words right there. That's what we say when we want to say something bad, 
but we also we want to skirt right under the line. You know, sometimes when sometimes I have a kid in my youth group who will say, Kurt, when we're on a trip, it'd be like, tell us what the line is so we can tow it. And, um, <laughs> which I really appreciate because it just reveals like, you know, I mean, at least he's being honest. Um, and, it, but what's, what's behind that, um, is what's behind the idea of, uh, I'm going to say this, but, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to say the a muted version of it is, you know, it's like a loophole. It's not really following the commandment um, to bridle our tongues. It's really just, uh, it's it's trying to get around what God wants us to do in our hearts. So, I mean, that's certainly a thing. My Any of my students, none of my students are going to listen to this, but my students make fun of me because anytime anything happens uh, that is amazing, uh, I say the same two words over and over again. I say, oh, doctor. Um, I get that, which is such a weird thing to say. I get it. Um, but my granddad would say that. My granddad would say that when you told him how expensive something was, he would be, he would say one of two things. He would say, oh, doctor. Or he would say, good night. Um, and uh, and uh you know, that was just what he said. And I don't know why it just got stuck in my head. Oh, doctor did. And it hasn't been until I was like, it's been in the last like five years that it's happened, but I just say it whenever anything happens. If Mississippi state, you know, scores a touchdown or does something really good or bad, I'm like, Oh doctor. Um, and I just, I, I can't, and my students make fun of me about saying it. And the question is, is that just as bad? If, if we follow that logic that we've just been talking about, is that just as bad as saying any other thing? Or is there a difference or is it a spectrum or what do you think about that, John? Yeah. Um, Ju- I mean, this- judge me, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're in sin, Kurt. Repent. Um, yeah. No, no, I, I think that that is, I mean, as so many people have said this and I, I can't remember if it was JC Ryle who, um, I kind of first heard this of, you know, the heart is the main thing in religion. And so we, mm. we've got to think about the fact that, uh, you, you know, what is going on in our heart? Uh, I mean, we could say certain words, um, you know, even if they are kind of the, you know, the quote unquote Christian cussing, um, I, I would, you know, sir, we can tweak them, we can change them, but it's it's what's going on in your heart. And, and again, that's where, you know, the joke of you telling me to judge you. Um, there's a point in which, you know, maybe it is straightforward at times where you said, oh, doctor, and we both would kind of look at each other and be like, yeah, you, you probably were in sin, even though you didn't necessarily say a uh, word that was off limits. But there's a, there's a time, too, where it's, you know, we might be extremely angry at someone or a circumstance, and we just say a word that isn't on this list, um, but we've got to think in our heart, okay, you know what, I think I was just in sin there, uh, because... Um, I was angry, and that doesn't mean there aren't times where we, uh, we we can definitely be angry as Christians, and it's not inappropriate at times for sure. I'm not trying to open up a can of worms there, but there are those times when we're angry, and it's irrational, and it's sinful, and we might just scream a word out, and we have to recognize, you know what, I, I was I was in sin there. Um, and so that's that's something we've got to be aware of as Christians. And, and I can't remember if I explicitly said this at the beginning, but obviously as we're talking about bad language, I mean, I guess this goes without saying, but th- this is this is the conversations we're going to be having with our children as they're asking us what words are off limit and what can we say and what can we say, just trying to give a framework to be answering that question and helping our kids process 
through how, how we should be speaking as Christians. So just kind of, you know, stating that that's why we're having this conversation because it can seem just kind of, I guess, random, but we've, we've got to be relating this to our, our parenting. Did that need to be said, Kurt? Yeah, I think so. And I think for our, for, for your child, what I, I'd say one of the biggest mistakes that we make because we're Pharisees is that we, all right, if my child isn't saying, you know, this list of 10 words, then he or she has bridled their tongue. But oftentimes, you know, the bad language that my, that I see our students um, fall into is uh, not necessarily like swear words or profanity, but using their tongue to cut other people down in a really unnecessary and self-aggrandizing and um, cruel way. And I get, um, I get way more concerned about the way our students communicate um, without profanity more than I do about profanity. Um, none of my students really cuss in front of me or swear in front of me. I mean, they, they, most people will understand that they, they have a filter and they, and I'm not saying that they do behind my back, but they would never do that. But what concerns me even more than that is what you will say in front of me or in front of anyone that isn't necessarily a swear word, but like is maybe even worse than that. Hmm. So like, yeah. 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 Uh, I think, you know, Zach Eswan in his book, Sensing Jesus, he discussed this and, and I know he's revised that book and it was um, re-released as the imperfect pastor. Uh, but, but he helped me to see just the fact that, there is language that's more offensive uh, to God, um, language like gossip and self-righteousness. And um, I've, I've kind of mm-hmm. thought, you know, if we if we want to say, you know, what is the worst word you could ever say? I don't know if we can ever really answer that question. I mean, we could debate it. But, but to me, it seems that self-righteousness um, is probably the most offensive in some ways um, because, I mean, that, that is saying... Jesus, I don't need your righteousness. I have my own. And to me, that, that's kind of the height of offense. I mean, we're, we're mm-hmm. um, you know, mocking the gospel. And uh, and so, you know, I think as we, we start having these conversations as, um, <clears throat> you know, if we ask somebody, do you use bad language? We, we don't need to say, well, no, I don't. You know, I kind of stay away from that. We need to incorporate gossip into this, self-righteousness, lying, deceit. We mm. need to see, We need to see how we... We, we lie a lot more than we realize, um, you know, exaggerating a story or, or whatever. It's very subtle and deceptive, and we've got to be um, aware of that. But, but just, you know, raising the bar on this discussion like Christ did with uh, lust uh, to help us see how badly we need Jesus, um, to think that, you know, his speech was always pure and loving and gracious, even when he rebuked, even when he confronted um, to see how badly we need Jesus in this. And hopefully, you know, again, this isn't just guilt tripping people out there where they realize, oh, you know, maybe I haven't been as um, t- tame with my, my tongue in the way that I speak. It's not shaming or guilt tripping. It's hopefully magnifying the gospel, our need for Jesus and um, his beauty. And, and, and Kurt, let, let me ask you, what, what do you think about OMG? Uh, I mean, that's that's students I hear say OMG all the time. I see parents you know, posting that, uh, people text that, OMG, and I know people can say, well, that just means, oh my gosh. Um, but what do you think about that? Because we do know in Scripture we are commanded, I, I mean, to, I mean, Ten Commandments, not, not to use the Lord's name in vain. And I know that's much broader than just saying, you know, God or 
Jesus Christ inappropriately. Um, I know that commandment is much broader than that, but let's just just kind of not trying to open up a can of worms, just focusing on this conversation. Um, what, what do you think about students throwing around OMG and um, all that? Well, let, let me ask you a question. Let me answer your question with a question. Hmm. Um, if, if, I start, if I start a phrase with oh my, all right, any phrase with oh my, does it really matter to you what the G stands for? Or is it in your mind? Or is it, um, and the reason I ask that is because I know someone who every time, and I'm not going to say their name, but every time that something crazy happens, uh, this person says, oh my grannies. Um, <laughs> I'm not making this up. And the person right. is this they, person going to listen to this podcast? There's a, there's a, I don't know. There's a chance that they might. Um, and, uh, that, that they have, yes. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're my, it's not like anyone I'm related to. It's not my wife or anything like that. The, uh, but it's just someone that I know. And so there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a less, there's a greater than zero chance that, that they will listen to it. But I guess that's, that's my question is like, like in my mind, like I've never been like, Oh, well that's sin. I've never. Um, and maybe that doesn't mean that I'm right either. I just, I just, I've never thought of it like that. And I, I, I guess that's really the question that needs to be asked is, um, can you exclaim without sinning? Um, (laughs) Can you, cause that's what that is. That's an exclamation, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a, uh, that's one of those, um, I am, you know, surprised or shocked by this event and therefore I've got to say, you know, whatever it is that I've got to say something, even mm-hmm. if I just say, Oh, really loud. Yeah. You know, I've got something. And I think you're, I think you're right. I mean, for sure. You know, if you hear, Oh my, um, you know, that's, that's going to, and, and you know, it's, and I don't know if this is, like, you know, people, people just saying son of a, you know, like son of a nutcracker and from elf, you know, you hear well, son I, of a. What about this? What if I just said, what if something happened and I go, Oh my. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where, you know, <clears throat> it's not easy. We can't say they're definitely in sin every time they do that. I mean, it's, I don't think that would be correct, but, but I, what I would say is, there is a clear command in scripture uh, to honor the Lord in his name. And I mean, not take his name in vain. And we think about, you know, just goodness. I mean, all of the verses that talk about God's glory and his beauty and his, you know, weightiness, again, referring to his glory. And so as sinners, uh, we have to strive by the spirit to uphold his name and to not dishonor that in any way. And so I think we definitely you know, err on the side of just not caring often um, and not being as cautious with how we uh, honor or dishonor his name. Um, and so we, we do need to strive to be cautious with that. But I know like even mm. in this conversation, you know, we're, we're going to be labeled as prudes. Um, you know, I mean, if we're talking about trying to, to tame our tongue or, or watch the language that we use, there are going to be plenty of people that just kind of roll their eyes and think, you know, this is just, uh, we have freedom in Christ to kind of use certain language and um, not really care all that much. But, but I just think because of, I mean, the, the entire scriptures mm. are, are written 
uh, to point us to God, not to us. It's about him first and foremost. It's not a book about us well, first and foremost. It's about him and his glory and, and him redeeming and loving his children uh, for sure. And so we just need to be striving as his followers to uphold his name, to honor his name, to be cautious with how we use his name. Um, I guess my, my my question, though, is, okay, so um, like – if if I hear a student say use OMG for instance, um, you know my thought is one thought might be well that's not much better than taking the Lord's name in vain. Um, you know you're just substituting that. That's a Pharisee cuss word or whatever. You know what I mean? But another part of me is like well they use self control. Um, you know they they could have said something worse. And I don't know if that's like justifying sin or. Um, I mean, I'm I seriously don't know. I don't know how mm-hmm. to think about that. Um, yeah, no, it's, would, I, I'd say it's very complex. I mean, there, there are times in, in my own heart where it's, you know, I, I'm starting to say a word and then I say another word. And so I'd say there's an element of self-control there for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's also sin as well at times. And we've got to be dealing with that and taking that before the Lord. But it's it's very complex. That's for sure. It's not an easy answer, I don't think. Mm. Okay, well, um, I yeah, I think this is something to still think through. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, for our students, when I'm talking to a student about why they have to be careful about how they use their tongues, I think most of the places that we go are, okay, well, you're supposed to be a witness for Christ. And, you know, how can cursing and blessing come out of the same mouth? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and at the same time, you know, we're both Reformed. I know that when I, I came from a more of a fundamentalist background, um, you know, and when I got to, I'd never really understood freedom in Christ. I thought, I didn't think there was any freedom in Christ. You know, when I was growing up, I thought that being a Christian was not doing these specific things. Bad language was among them. And I I remember getting to college and then being like, no, Christianity is more than a list of do's and don'ts, you know, and you have freedom in Christ. And I was like, great, well, we can cuss now. And like for a while (laughs) in college, it would be like, just let it go. It's fine. We have freedom in Christ, you know, and I don't think that was the right move either. So yeah, um, definitely. I'm not, I'm, that's not a brag. That's just, you know, that's, that's the way that I thought about things. And I think our student, our students are trying to process that too. Um, and I think our role as parents is to try to guide them through that about why, um, why words are important and why what we say is important. Um, but also like to explain, to do that without, limiting freedom in Christ or denying freedom in Christ or, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's the thing. And I think what we're really kind of getting at is the reality that, and you know, we said this, this is much more complex than we realize. Um, there, there's not an easy, uh, you know, we'll follow these 10 steps and you'll kind of, you know, tame the tongue, so to speak. And, and so there, there's going to be so many contexts and scenarios and, discussions where we, we just need to be dialoguing with our, our, our children about this or our students. Um, but, but again, because of the significance of words, uh, because we need to be striving as Christians to communicate um, in a God-honoring way, uh, we, we've got to be you know imparting just this understanding of, of words and communication to our children. And then also, I mean, I know at least in our household, I mean, this conversation has come up with my children. I mean, they hear words from their friends and dad, can we say crap, you know, for example, or can we say crud? Um, you know, there are you know, times where it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of a, you know, 
a bad word. It's just more crude. Um, you know, it's a, they, and, they ask you that, they ask you that and you're like, bleak. No, we can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. What, what's funny is, you know, just, I mean, this, this happened. See how, ble- I mean, they, see how bleeping is funny right there? They, yeah, see how that, that was good. Um, that, you know, they asked me, you know, about crap, for example, and we know, okay, that yeah. comes to the, you know, that's a step down if we want to say from that S word. And I know people will debate all this or whatever. And I said, well, let's, let's not say that one. It's not the worst word you can choose. And here we go, you know, rating words again, if they're good or bad. Um, but then there was a ruling elder at my house the other night who said, crap. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, here, you know, we've had this conversation. Now my kids hear this ruling elder at our house, just say that. And, um, you know, anyway, it just opens the door for conversation and, and, and then, and let's not forget, you know, on top of all that, I'm so glad that you brought that specific word up because then there's also the passage in Philippians. Done. That, um, well, is it, is that what it is? Well, that's, and, that's, a, that, that's one way to interpret it. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm glad you said this because, well, go ahead. I jumped in on you. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. I think you know where I'm going, so I'll just let you run with it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I had a seminary professor uh, who, and this kind of sounds like, you know, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever it is, but my seminary professor had a friend who was on the um, committee, I think, for the ESV interpreting, you know, or translating from the Greek. And there was a discussion among, you know, Greek scholars saying dung was not strong enough of a word that Paul was actually trying mm-hmm. to offend by the word mm-hmm. that he used. And let's say he was trying to offend under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And so there was a debate among Greek scholars that the word should be stronger uh, in the interpretation because he was trying to shock his audience. And so, yeah, that opens mm-hmm. up a can of worms for sure. And Kurt, I am, it is getting to 30 minutes. We're about 30 seconds. How about we pick up at this point on Thursday and then we'll get into some redemption and bring up some, you know, specific scriptures uh, that speak into this. Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah. Can I use a Christian a Christian swear word to, to take us out? <laughs> um, <laughs> ready? John, I had a heck of a time talking with you about this. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Kurt. All right. <laughs> Thank see, you. see you on Thursday. <laughs> see you.